That's a play on words. Let's pray for the offering. Let's give as the Lord directs. Thank the Lord for what he's given us. Brother Glade, pray for us. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for waking us up and for another day that you've given us. And thank you for a Bible-believing church and thank you for our pastor. He doesn't compromise on your word. Amen. Thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ here today. Above all, we thank you for the gift of salvation. Help us not to take it for granted. We thank you for your word. Be with these tithes and offerings to save people and change lives for you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Here you go. my friends here we go here we go wow look at all these young people come on down come on down let these let help these young people get in here and get a seat Amen. Amen. I, I, I want to tell you something. You may not believe this, but one time I was as little as you. And when I was little as you, you know what they called me? My first name is Patrick. They called me Little Pat. Some of my relatives still call me Little Pat. I don't think they can see because I'm big now. But when I was little... I had friends. How many of you have friends? How many of you have friends? Good. Now, yeah, right there's your friend. And sometimes, listen, there are good friends and there are bad friends. Do you know the difference? The difference is good friends know the Lord. And bad friends know the devil. Now, that may sound funny, but that's what the Bible says. And you need to find friends that know the Lord. Now, you go to school, and you're going to find people, you're going to find people in your class from all walks of life. And some of them are going to say some bad things. Right? Right? Some of them are going to say some nasty things. Now, you don't have to listen. You don't have to listen to them. But you as a Christian, listen to me, you can be a friend to them like Jesus is to you. And the Bible says a friend, a, 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 one that has friends must show himself friendly. You have to learn to be friendly. So I want to challenge you. Look at me, young people. I want to challenge, I want to challenge you. You get around the wrong people and have the wrong friends, they're going to teach you the wrong things. And you're going to go to school one day and you're going to be the you're going to be okay and you're going to come home and you're going to say something to your mom or your daddy that's going to get you in trouble. You better find the right friends and listen to the right friends. Amen. All right, let's sing it about our best friend. Jesus loves me, this I know. Sing it with me. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. 
the Bible tells me so. Find the good friends, okay? Get a, get a snack for Miss Creed. Get your treat and head to your seat. Amen. Nothing wrong with that. Hello? She, 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 don't, she don't play around. Is that the Skittle gummies? Skittle gummies? I'm not supposed to. No, I don't need one. Hi, Elizabeth. All right. Okay, see you later. That's a very important group right there, folks. Our, our young people, our, our young people are targets of Satan. You understand that? Our, un, our, 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 our young people are targets of Satan. Our young people, if we don't watch, they'll be exposed to things before they're ready. There used to be a time in, in, in America when there was a long age of innocence. And now some young people can tell you more about things of the world than, than, than you would ever want to hear come out of their mouths. And, and uh, so we need to continue to train them up in the way they should go. And we here at Faith Independent love, love children. We don't like we don't allow predators around here. Amen. We don't we don't mistreat our young people. We don't talk down to our young people. Amen. And uh, right. families that have children, we we love families with children bringing kids into this world because you have a you have a monumental uh, task to raise them in a tough world, mm-hmm. and you need all the help you can get, and you bring in them to church is a big step. It's a smart thing. And, um, and uh, I, I, I look up to you and, and pray for you, young, young moms and dads and uh, the kids. Uh, they're our future. They're our future. Amen. amen. Well, we're going to look at a couple portions of Scripture. You have your Bible, say amen. amen. And Proverbs chapter 27. 27. Proverbs chapter 27. Proverbs chapter 27. Now I'm going to say some things right. I'm going I'm I'm to be rubber meat the road this morning, so buckle your seatbelts. And, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, I'm going I'm I'm to share some things to you. And, 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 and you might have to make some decisions you don't want to make today. But God wants you to make those. You know something sometime sometime in the past in your life you've made some hard decisions and at the time it was tough but now you you're glad you made that decision. It's important. Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 17 says, "Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend." Amen. I want I want to share I want to share I want to share uh a thought with you, and, and the, na- the, 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 the title of the message today is With Friends Like You. With Friends Like You. Now, if you read and, and you study about iron, sharpening iron today, you'll find statements like, it's not practical, or it's very delicate. And the people that lived back in, during that time, that's what they had to sharpen with, and it took time, and it took being careful when you sharpened the edge of something with iron, iron with iron, uh, it, it, you had to take care. But when you finished with that sharpening time, it was a sharp edge, it was a durable edge, it was something to be proud of Amen. and something that was ready for use. Friends in this life can be something you cherish or something you disdain. A friendship, true friendship, is something 
that, that, you, that, that, you, that you hold dear. Your friends, the people you call friends, have influence over, over you to the extent some of you agree when you shouldn't because you don't want to lose your friends. They're not your friends, and that's not good. If you have friends that manipulate you, they're not your friends. Now listen to me. Listen to me. If, they, if you have friends that manipulate you, if they, you have friends that manipulate the Bible to work in their favor, they're not your friends. Right. If you have friends that bring you down spiritually, they're not your friend. Now, many of you have what you call BFFs. And I believe people, and I, I, you, you, can, you can take this for what it's worth, but I believe people that go around talking about, well, this is my best friend, they're people that are very, very lonely. Because a person that has many friends is a person that's a happy person. There, 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 there is, there is, there is, uh, there's importance to having the right kind of friends. The right kind of friends. I, you know, they, they, they may have poor, uh, the person that has to have a BFF may have poor social skills. Or they li- are they the only people that will listen to you. Now I know that's, I know that's pretty pointed. But it's true. We, we as Christians, you say, preacher, should, should I as a Christian have good social skills? Yes, we should, <clears throat> we should be able to mingle with people and, and share the gospel with anybody. We shouldn't be strangers to anybody. And um, if you have a friend <clears throat> and you are not influencing a friend or vice versa for the Lord, then you, ne- you need to end that friendship. Now, I want to I look at a biblical example of a bad friend. Second Samuel chapter thirteen. I want to read a script portion of scripture to you, and and this is this is a this is a pretty tough scripture, but it points out what I'm saying this morning. You know, as Christians, you've sat here, and your heart has agreed with what I've said so far because you know that if we're going to have good friends, they should point us in the right direction. They should point us in the right direction. If you're married, your best friend should be your wife or husband. Amen. Okay. Uh, our best friend, other than that, is Jesus before that. Amen. And so we have that. But I'm talking about people that we meet here, people that we, people that we take counsel from, people that influence us, people that we influence. I want to look at 2 Samuel chapter 13. I want you to notice what it says. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar, and Ammon, the son of David, loved her. Now, Tamar was from a different mother, okay? And so, so they, 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 were, they were step, okay? And Ammon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar. Now, it doesn't mean he had sickness. It meant he, he loved her. And, and really, I, I don't believe it was love. I believe it was lust. Right. For, for, for she was a virgin, and Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend. You get that? You want to underline that? Amen. But Amnon had a friend. By the way, this is not saying that Amnon... What happened after this could blame what happened on this friend. But that friend had influence on him. He was not a friend. Now notice it says, whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. That reminds me of Genesis chapter 3. And the serpent. And he said unto him, why art thou, being the king's son, lean from day to day? Wilt thou not tell me? He said, why, why, why you have, what, what's wrong with you? And he said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's, my brother Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said unto him, Lay 
thee down on thy bed and make thyself sick. And when thy father cometh uh, to see thee, say unto him, I pray thee, let my sister Tamar come and give me meat and dress meat in my sight that I may see it and eat in her hand. Uh, now that's, that's, that's not very good. You understand what, what's happening here? He, he's not his friend. So Amnon lay down and, and made himself sick. He, he, was, a, he, was, a, he was a wimp. And, and the king, and the king was come to see him. Amnon said unto him, uh, said unto the king, I pray thee, let Tamar, my sister, come and make me a couple of cakes in my sight that I may eat in her hand. Now that was, that was all innocent, probably to the king. His sister, fix, you something, fix him something to eat. Then David sent uh, home to Tamar, saying, Go to thy, to thy brother Amnon's house and dress him meat. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, and he was laid down, and she took flour and kneaded it and made cakes and did bake cakes. By the way, by the way, ladies, you ought to be able to cook without the microwave. I'll give an invitation now. Uh, and, and so, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You ladies cook for us for fellowships. Don't cut us off now. Okay, and, and, and she took a pan and poured them out before him, and, but he refused to eat. And Amnon said, have out all men from, from thee. And they, they went out, every man from him. And Amnon said to Tamar, bring meat into the chamber that I may eat thy hand. And Tamar took the cakes and she did, she, she had made, uh, that she had, which she had made and brought them un, in unto the chamber to Amnon, her brother. And when she had brought them unto him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, come lie with me my sister. And she answered, Nay, my, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Do not thou this folly. And I, whither shall cause my shame to go? And I, whither shall I cause my shame to go? As for thee, thou shalt be as one of the fools in Israel. Now therefore I pray thee, speak unto the king, for he will not withhold me from thee. Howbeit he would not hearken unto her voice, but being, a, being stronger than she, forced her and lay. He raped her. That's what he did. Mm -hmm. now, now, notice verse 15. Then Amnon hated her exceedingly. I thought he loved her. Well, it was not love. It was lust. You see what I'm saying? Now, that's a terrible story. As a matter of fact, a couple years later, Absalom kills him. Gets him. He kill, kills him. Okay. As, as a matter of fact, that's what probably ought to be done to all rapists. Okay. But 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 that's another message. Now, you say, preacher, you're mean. You just don't know. But but just just think about this. Back in back in verse three, it says, "Look at it with me." Read it with me. Here we go. But Amnon had a friend. Read it again with me. But Amnon had... Read it out loud. Here we go. But Amnon had a friend. Was he a friend? No. He was not a friend, but he was a friend to him. Now, let me just, let me, let me just say something. This friend influenced Amnon and flamed the fires of wrong thinking. Oh, come on, just, you know, just take a little puff. Mm. Amen. Take a little drink. It's just a little half pill. Amnon rapes her, and the Bible says he hated her. What happened to the love? It wasn't love. I want, I want to give you... Some sobering things about your friends. Some of you, some of you, your Christian life is in a funk. Some of you, your Christian life is not where it should be because of your friends. By the way, by the way, there are certain friends you shouldn't have that are Christians. 
That's sad to say. That's sad to say. And our, our desire is to have close friends. It's, it's, good, it's good to have, we desire to have fellowship. You know, ladies, ladies, you should have ladies that you should be able to fellowship with and stay on the same spiritual plane and grow in the Lord. These young, young ladies in here should be able to look up to you, more mature ladies, and grow. Likewise with the men. They should be. Amen? Are, are you with me tonight, today, this morning? I'm already here. I'm already in the night. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying, folks? Talk to me. Amen. We need to have the right friends. See, some of you have friends because of what they can do for you. That's selfish. That's not right. Some, some of you have friends because they, they tell you all the right things, what you want to hear. That's not right. That's not right. Uh, yeah, and, and, and you, you, you folks that have known me for about eighteen years, I don't like to be around foolishness. I, when a person comes in, they start down this road like they're they're giving their agenda and start trying to manipulate me. And you know, you, you, how many of you have ever watched a rodeo? Y'all ever watched the what, where they they come out with the cutting horse? They're cutting they. They got the horse in there. The, the calf goes this way and he cuts this way and the calf goes that way and he cuts. They get, you ever seen that? How many of you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Well, you ought to look it up. Google it. But, 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 but they grab that horse. That, that horse goes boom. It's trained to go back and forth and keep that, keep that calf from going either side. And that's what people do to you. They, they keep cutting. You get, you get work. You get at work. You know who come out and want to meet you and want to talk to you and start cutting with you? The bad actors. They want to give you the lowdown on everybody in there. Right? If I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm telling you to tell the truth, right? Listen, listen. Let, let me give you some sobering thoughts. Iron sharpeneth iron. A friendship, a true friendship, biblically speaking, is, is worth having and worth keeping. Worth keeping. Doesn't mean that everything that your friend that you say that your friend agrees with. It doesn't mean that there's a time when you and your friend have a powwow. Amen. Now notice some things. I want to give you some simple things because I'm a simple man. Number one, choose your friends wisely. That's deep, isn't it? Amen. Wisdom. Choose your friends wisely. Listen to this. Your friends, first of all, must be born again. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, be, not, be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers. It's important that, that we understand. That verse goes on to say, what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? Now, some of you have had friends. You know they aren't saved. And they don't know God. And you still have friends. That's, that's going to drag you away. Amen. Amen. Huh? You girls, you young, you young girls, when you find, a, uh, when you find a, someone, a guy you like, he should be born again. He should be saved. Amen. Right? Amen. When, when, when guys, you, go, you, you see a girl, you should find out if she's saved first. <laughs> By the way, it's guys like girls and girls like guys. It's not, okay? Amen. Okay. So, 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 so. There's no, there's no fellowship there. Right. A friendship that leaves God out is not a friendship at all. Right. And so you must choose wisely. Who your your friends must be born again. Your friends will stick with you through the difficult times. That's a true friend. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17, a friend loveth at all times, and a brother, listen, and a brother is born for adversity. Let me just tell you something. When, when, when you go through adversity and go through difficult times, and your friends, you don't, your friends are nowhere to be seen, they're not your friends. See, a friend, when you go through a hard time, will be there, to go, be there to go through it with you. Now, Job's friends, if you read, how many of you have ever read about Job's friends? 
Okay? I have a message I preach on Job's three friends. I call them Curly, Moe, and Larry. They actually were three stooges. But for one day, when Job was going through this time, he, they just sat. And guess what they said, Tim? Not a word. And as long as they said not a word, fine. By the way, one of the greatest things you can do when people are going through a hard time is just sit with them. Just show up. They'll ask you if they need something, but if you sit there and talk, you say, well, I know how you feel. No, you don't. You do not. That's a lie. You don't know how they feel. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know their heart breaking. You don't know what's going through their minds. But just be there. A friend will be there. When you go through the, the, the most difficult, even, even though maybe you're wrong, they're there because they're your friend. I, I, want you to notice, I want you to notice your friend will care enough to tell you the truth. Listen to this, Pro, Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. I had a man, friend of mine. He preached here, Bill Barron's. He's with the Lord now. Bill Barron served at a Bible college, a popular Bible college. He and another man. And they were actually really the face of that Bible college all over the United States. They traveled. If I told you some people that graduated from that college, you'd know them. But the pastor and president of the college, his son, was messing with some of the girls in the dorm. He's married, and he's messing with the girls in the dorm. And this preacher hid that. And when he hid it, the, the men who brought it to his attention, Bill Barons and the other man, were fired. Now, by the way, both those men had friends around the country. And Bill Barron's called me, and he was talking to me in tears. And I said, Bill, I know you're right. I know you're, I'm your friend. I know, I know what's going on. If you need anything, you let me know. And he said to this, he said, he said this to me. He said, he said, I have written a letter. I have it on my computer and it tells everything that went on and, and how I stand and everything. And I'm going to send it to every preacher in America. And I said to Bill, leave it on the hard drive. Don't send it. You don't need to defend yourself. And he called me a month later. He says, I've written a message. I said, what's the title of that message? He said, leave it on the hard drive. <laughs> now... That was easy for me to say, because Miss Creed can tell you about letters I've left on the hard drive. But a friend will tell you what's right sometimes when you don't know what's right. And if you have that kind of friend, you ought to thank God. And then, and then, and then, your friend will not just uh, 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 take from you, but he will give to you. A, a, a friend, a friend is a person that's concerned about your needs, not just his or hers. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, I'm not talking about the person that wants to know all your business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's just some things about us we don't need to share with each other. Facebook. Enough said. Yeah. Hey, listen, let me, let, me, let me just tell you something. The, a person that cares about you will want to know, what's up, you okay? Can I do something for you? They don't want to know the, the nasty the details, if, if you know what I mean. They, they, they just want to be a blessing. Right. It's a blessing to be a blessing. That, 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 that guy on the way, was it the road to Jericho? And the thieves got whooped that guy, put a whooping on him. And a guy who wasn't even supposed to care about him 
took care of him, didn't know him, probably had never met him. Doesn't say he knew a brother of a sister of a cousin, but he was a friend. A friend will want to be there for you in the, and help you. A friend is not a taker, they're a giver. Now, the, the, Bible, the Bible says in Proverbs, and, and, and chapter 19, verse 6, many will entreat the favor of the prince, and every man is a friend to him that giveth gifts. Everybody wants something. That's not the friend. That's not a friend. Iron sharpeneth iron. Choose your friends wisely. Choose your friends wisely. You, l- l- listen, a friend... Uh, uh, you, you can have a good friend, but you don't need just one good friend. You need many because, you know, this friend may be strong in this area, and this may, friend may be strong in that area. You need, to, you need to have friends that help you in every area and encourage you in every area. Amen? Amen. And so, you know, I have a lot of people that know, you know, I have friends that know a lot about cars because I tear them up. That may sound selfish, but, 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 but. You know what I'm saying. You 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 need you 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 don't need a friend that 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 stifles your growth in the Christian life. Now let me say some number two. Choose to be the right kind of friend. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna be a friend, be the right kind of friend. Some people walk around with their friends like like their like their charms on a bracelet. Like like their notches in their belt. Well, I know that person. Right, right. I, I've had people talk to me one time. I had some preacher talk, tell me, he said, yeah, I know him. He's a close friend of mine. I, I, the guy who he's talking about was my friend. I said, you ever heard this guy? He said, yeah. He said, he's your, he said you're a close friend. He said, no, he's not my close friend. <laughs> it's a name dropper. Oh, man. You, 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 if you're going to be a friend, be the right kind of friend. Now you don't you don't walk up and you you don't walk up and say, "Hey, I want to be your friend. Will you be my friend?" <laughs> Check yes or no. You know that's not that's that's not that's not what I'm talking about. That's what that's not what I'm talking about. But be the right kind of friend. Be the right kind of friend. Let me let me give you a verse. And and these verses, the verses that I read in 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 point one, all apply. So ditto for one. But let me read you this other verse. Proverbs 18, verse 24, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. Now, that's not talking about hospitable or polite. It's talking about friendly, the true friend. If you want friends, you need to be a true friend. Now, you don't write down a contract. You don't say, okay, if you're going to be my friend, we got to do this. That's not it. Just be a friend. Just be a friend. You know, uh, James uh, James Haggerty, his he and his wife got saved. They got married in the hospital room when they got saved. And um, but I've known him for probably twenty years. But he was not a close friend. But I called him every once in a while. I did not call him every once in a while to hang out with him. I called him every once in a while because I wanted to sometime get the chance to say, to. to Share with him the gospel. Amen. But now he's my brother. Amen. And she's my sister. And she had a, a clot in her lung. We went over to the emergency room this week, and and she was able to talk to Pam. James and I walked the halls, and he she talked to Pam and just shared some things with her, and we were able to do that. But, folks, I mean, I could have stayed home, watched TV, or done something else around the house. I mean, we got a list, don't we? I have a list for me. It's, it's a long list. It's, and I could have stayed home. I'm behind. Join the club, fellas. And so, but, but, must show, but, but be friendly. We're going to, we're going to, it's not, and, and let, let me, some people are friends to you because of what they can get from you. That's not the way you're supposed to be. I'm going to be your friend, but I don't expect you to reciprocate. You understand? 
I'm not being your friend so you can brag on me as being your friend. I just want to be your friend. I'm being your friend because I want to glorify God. I can get rewards in heaven for that. Must show himself friendly. And that doesn't mean you wear a button and say, I'm friendly. Now, let me give you this thought. Choose the best friend ever in Jesus Christ. Begin with choosing Jesus Christ. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22, it finishes, or verse 24, B, the last part of that verse, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. That's Jesus Christ. Nobody denies that. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. In John 15, he says this, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for a servant knoweth not his, what his Lord doeth. I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Jesus calls us his friend, and he wants to be your friend. That's where it all begins. That's where it all begins. Iron sharpeneth iron. With friends like you, with friends like you, there are friends, and there are fa- there is family, and there are friends that become family. True friendship, someone said, resists time and distance and silence. Amen. Someone said this: friendship is the hardest thing in the world to explain. It is something. It is not something you learn in school. But if you haven't learned the meaning of friendship, you really haven't learned anything. And then somebody else said this, my best friend is the one who brings out the best in me. Do your friends lift you up and influence you for God? Are your friends givers or takers? Are you a friend? And do you know the greatest friend ever? Jesus Christ. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Heads bowed and eyes closed. You say, preacher, if if I die today, I know for sure I go to heaven. Christ is my Savior. Heaven is my home. Could you lift your hand up as a testimony today? I know Jesus as my Savior. There was a time when I trusted him as personal Savior. God bless you. You may put your hands down. You're here and you say, preacher, I don't know for sure. In my heart, I don't know for sure. If If I'm honest, I don't know if I died, I'd go to heaven. There has never been a time that I trusted Jesus as my Savior. I called on him to save me. Now, folks, we're not talking about calling on Jesus every day. We're not talking about church membership or baptism. We're talking about a time when you realized you were a sinner, that Christ died for you on the cross and rose again the third day, and you called on him to save you because you believed in him. And you say, preacher, pray for me. Would you slip your hand up? I don't know Jesus. I don't know Jesus. Now, I'm not going to get you to raise your hands this morning because I know we all learn from that message about friends and being a better friend and what kind of friends to find. But if God spoke to your heart, I want to ask you to do business with him today. Father, bless uh, the invitation. Work in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. No one looking around. If God spoke to your heart, you want to get alone with him. What kind of friend are you? What kind of friends do you have? If I listened to this message today and I had friends that I needed to cut loose, I'd make a list. I'd get it straight. I'd get it straight. you be seated. Brother Tim, come on with some prayer requests.
Somebody told me, somebody stole my line. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I got a little treat for you this morning. I, I actually was able to give this to Miss Bethany. I got it done in time that we can kind of highlight some of the uh, things and you can follow along with me. So, amen. Um, first of all, let's continue to pray for all the folks that have uh, have uh, loved ones that have, uh, went to be with the Lord yeah. as they, uh, they, they continue to grieve and just pray for God's strength and comfort on them. Pray for uh, uh, Pastor uh, Richard Abbott that is getting ready to have back surgery on Wednesday, the 24th. So be lifting him up in prayer that everything goes well there. That back surgery is pretty tricky. Um, pray for uh, Miss Anita's sister. And by the way, it's good to see you, Miss Anita. Um, how's any update on your sister? Anything else have they found? Okay. Amen. Well, we keep praying for her and praying that uh, they'll find a place. And continue to pray for uh, uh, Ma's health and uh, for her parents, uh, her parents' health, that God would heal them, and for uh, God's protection on them over there as there's a lot of unrest in that country. Uh, continue to pray for Miss Sharita, unspoken, and how's, how's the recovery going for your hand? Good. Amen. Nice glove. I like that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, that's that's wonderful. That's good. That's a good sign. Uh, we'll keep praying for your doctor, Dr. Murdoch, too, who has uh, back surgery coming up on the 8th of February. Um, continue to pray for Brother Chris's sister, Naomi. Um, praise that he did an ultrasound and showed that the cysts are shrinking. Any Anything different? Amen. Amen. Uh, your mom's got a birthday coming up too uh, next Friday. Amen. Wow. Yeah, that's that celebration after everything she's gone through. Praise the Lord. Uh, pray for um, uh, Brother um, Klausner's daughter who had surgery to have her uh, have the cyst removed, and she's doing well. Praise the Lord. Continue to lift her up. Um, pray for. Kristen Dove, who has stage four lung cancer and uh, has a tumor under her arm, uh, just pray that God will heal her. Uh, continue to pray for her and pray for uh, Pam Dove Seaton, who has who's in Nashville. She's still in Nashville, Miss Creed, waiting for a heart and kidney transplant. And uh, pray for uh, traveling right here. Is your mom still down there with her? Yeah. So keep praying for them. And pray for Brother Elijah as he ministers to the wrestling team and the coaching staff and keep lifting him up. Uh, pray for uh, Glade's childhood friend, Dennis, who's, who's in hospice. And any any updates? He's at home. It's just a matter of time. Okay. Well, we'll keep praying for him. And how about your uh, your dad's wife? Amen. Amen. Uh, continue to pray for uh, uh, Sister Hazel uh, for her health and and um, strength, and and pray for Sister Mona for her health as well as and as uh, wisdom as she takes care of her mom, and pray for their um, friend uh, uh, Miss Barbara Green who uh, lost her husband, and the funeral is going to be Friday. So be lifting them up in prayer that the funeral goes well and. And pray for uh, strength and comfort on them. Uh, pray for um, Brother James that uh, his schedule. It was good to see him. Uh, well, Wednesday, I believe he came out Wednesday, and um, pray that uh, his schedule will adjust that he'll be able to make it back in church. Um, working at a grocery store is a little hectic, and schedule changes at the from week to week. <coughs> Pray for Brother Deerston, uh, who's getting ready to have surgery on his shoulder. I'm sorry. Yeah, soon. Yeah, so be praying praying for him. Um, pray for uh, Mary Kearney. Uh, praise, the, praise the Lord that uh, 
everything, uh, her test came back uh, clean. So be praying for uh, her health and pray for Brother Kearney as he, he uh, uh, leads his church and they, they uh, get this building, um, begin to build this building. So be praying for him. Yeah, pray, pray, pray for them because they, they helped, they, they helped a, a lady that was um, stateside here. Her mother passed away and they were in her church and they handled the, the everything for them which involved finances and everything. And the family is, is was saying terrible things about them. Wow. And so uh, really troubled Antoinette and, and, and Frederick. And so um, uh, just pray for them. They, they just want to make sure they get through this thing without any glitches. Amen. Amen. Continue to pray for Miss Marilyn's brother. Any update on your brother or around Mark? Your brother's doing well, and Mark is doing good. Amen. Amen. Uh, pray for Miss um, Creed's uh, niece, uh, Crystal, who has another fracture, and uh, the doctor missed it, and so be, she's still in a cast. And how's Sawyer? Any any updates on Sawyer? Wow. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, too bad his ACL isn't hard, right? <laughs> Amen. Well, keep praying for them. Uh, pray for, um, as Pastor mentioned earlier, uh, James Haggerty's wife, Heather, as she uh, recovers. Uh, she had a lung uh, tumor or a uh, blood clot in her lung. So he'd be lifting her up in prayer that God would heal her. And pray for um, Brother Peter and Sister Faye's nephew, Giovanni, who had a stroke on his left side. So we'd be praying that God would would uh, would heal him. He's in New York. And uh, pray for uh, 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 Daniel, Brother Daniel Abbott, who will be going to South, South Korea in the fall. So we will be praying for him and pray that uh, God would get him safely there and protect him as he's over there. Pray for Shelly. Shelly's parents, um, Kathy and Lou Dalton, uh, need healing. So be praying that God would heal them. And pray for the Sidler family. Any updates on the fire? Uh, just cleaning the house, trying to clean it. Actually, he called me uh, Thursday when my PM was on site. And my PM is is uh, well-versed in EPA things and how to clean things up. And so he, he wanted to know how to get the soot off the wall. they got concrete walls in their house down there, wow. and he didn't want to pressure wash them. So uh, my PM told him how to do that, and it was pretty good that he was there. So, Amen. But they're just working on trying to get there, not able to sleep in their house. They've lost a lot of furniture and stuff. Continue to pray for his brother uh, Siddler's stepfather, John Gunther's salvation. He lifted him up in prayer. And pray for uh, Kathy DeGenero as she recovers from the skin graft surgery. Any update on her, Ms. Creed? I think that's fine. I think she's about to take that off. Okay, amen. Uh, and pray for uh, Brother Walter's, uh, uh, brothers Zar and Garfield to get saved. And pray for Sister Gemma's cousin, Melanie, to get saved as well. Oh, wow. February 5th. Amen. We'll be lifting him up in prayer for traveling mercy. How long is he going to be over there? Oh, wow. That's right. Well, he's he's going he's going over there and his wife's staying, I think, in Tennessee, right? Exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, be praying. Praying. <laughs> praying God keeps him safe. Amen. Amen. He made it as a prison guard. This will be a walk in the park with him, right? Amen. Is there any updates or any additional requests? Yes, ma'am. Um, Kevin Crangalo. Yes. Back. Yep. She's doing good. She's mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. 
Yes, do that, do that, yeah. We'll be telling her we're all praying for her, and God, God healed her. Amen, amen, that's good. Appreciate that. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Yeah. Friday morning, uh, our supervisor's truck, while he was in it, on the taxi wave, caught fire in our complaint. Wow. I want to pray for it. He wasn't hurt. Amen. He, he was able to get out and get it off those taxi waves away from everybody and away from all the planes. Not anything was in there. Amen. What's up with all the fires and the vehicles catching on fire? Yeah, you need to get Fords and get rid of the Chevrolets. That's the problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you what's going on. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Anybody else have anything? Yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. So, um, I think she's got better, but yeah, she's still Keep praying so for the... Yeah, Celeste Ward. Celeste Ward. Wow. Matt Ward right. Henry Ward. Henry yeah. and Celeste Ward. Yeah. I know him. I know him for a long time. Amen. Are they in, still in Japan? Um, I told Okay. Amen. Well, we keep praying for them. Anybody else have anything? Oh, y'all got a lot of requests. You're just hungry. <laughs> Brother, you want to pray for us? Amen. Let's stand and be dismissed. Somebody might be able to grab a vacuum after church and, and after everybody's out and hit this, get the salt up real quick and in the hallways and everything. Be careful in the parking lot. Fellas, I got some more salt out there on the porch and buckets if you want to take time to help spread some so the, so the uh, sun will help, will help the sun to uh, melt it this afternoon. Appreciate y'all being here. What a blessing it is to have good friends. Amen. What a friend we have in Jesus. Let's close, let's close in prayer. Brother, brother uh, Sam, close for us. Father, we thank you, Lord.